0: episode number 134 of the Good Stuff Kids podcast. I am your host, Mike Mason, and this is the show where we get to know the creators of certified and bona fide good stuff for kids and families. And on today's show, it's a Father's Day theme. I talk to like father, like son, which is a band made up of Lou and Frank Gallo, father and son duo, both of whom have had a lot of success in the kids and family music genre. Lou has had a great career doing all kinds of different things, and Frank is a member of the band Roly Poly Guacamole. It was so cool to hear about how they work together, what it's like for a father to watch his son work in the studio, what it's like to, for a son to watch his father perform on stage, what happens, what do we see, does it drive us nuts as sometimes parents to do are we so proud of our kids as we often are as parents it's all covered in this episode wishing all of the good stuff dads out there a very happy father's day i hope you enjoy it i hope you are taken care of by your loving families and dads this one's for you if you like that little clip of music you just heard it's called son is a star which is off the album son is a star like father like son's album made by father-son duo Lou and Frank Gallo. If you want to reach me, drop me an email, mike at goodstuffpod.com. If you want to find out what's going on on social media, the at symbol, goodstuffpod, on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook. I'd love to hear from you. I really, really would. One last time, happy Father's Day, and here is Lou and Frank Gallo, like father, like son, talking about making all kinds of great music together. It's really uh, exciting, and and I think I can go so far as to say unique to welcome, like father, like son, Lou and Frank Gallo to the Good Stuff Kids Podcast. How are you guys today? Oh, we're doing great. Yeah, hey, good. Just finished the show. Yeah, Feels we're gonna, good. we're gonna get to that. It was a, it was a pretty good show. So I think for vocal distinguishing purposes, can you each kind of just introduce yourself so we can get the voices. Uh, my name's Frank. I am the son in like father, like son. <laughs> uh,
1: and I'm Lou. I'm the. I play the dad, and uh, <laughs> and it's been an adventure for me being with Frank. So, yeah,
0: uh, yeah. You know, so it's interesting that you say play the role of dad. Um, I also play yeah. the role of dad in my real life. Um, I have three little kids, and uh, I also play the role of son to to my dad, and uh, it's. Um, it's an amazing thing to think that you guys have had the chance to work together. So before we dive into this project, would you each take it just a couple minutes and, and tell us uh where you're coming from? You you both have uh have, have great careers in the kids and family music genre and it would be cool to hear a little bit of that backstory.
2: Okay, well I think I think Lou should go first because he's older, so
1: he's <laughs> doing
3: a lot of
1: funny. All right, well here. Um oh I guess a while back, but probably like I don't know, probably five years back, you know, Frankie always saying, hey, we should do something together. And as years went by, you know, I kept thinking he was right, but I just didn't seem to have any time. So.
2: Well, he's asking where you started,
1: though. Yeah, where I started with my music.
2: Yeah, kids music.
1: Oh, okay. (laughs) I thought we were talking about this project. Okay, no. So as far as my music goes, I just started volunteering at one point of my life because I wanted to do music. Uh, with kids because I had a great time when Frankie was born working with him. And, you know, He was only two, and I remember thinking, this is really cool. I want to see if I can do it again with some other children. So I volunteered in the city down in Soho, got a uh, job there actually in a short time and started working regularly uh, doing kids' music. And then you know, there becomes a, a need to do uh, better music than the stuff I was trying to find in the record stores or whatever. And uh, I started writing a lot of my own things and, and it seemed to work out pretty well. So,
0: yeah. And so y- you've had, uh, you've released several records. Um, and, and I think we're going to get to the, the stuff that you were saying about, um, you two working together. I think it's a, it's good to set it up that way and then go back and then come back to the present. Um, what's the name of the, the, your project that you've primarily worked on up until this one?
1: Okay. Um, yeah. My project has been Lou Gallo and whoever I was working with. So sometimes <laughs> I'd be working with yeah, Imagination Workshop Band. So I was in this Imagination Workshop Band at, at the Children's Museum first. And that was the name of our group for a couple of years, three, three years or so. And then it went from that to uh, working with Brady Reimer. And so it was Lou and Brady on a CD I put together. And then I started working with a bunch of friends who – I like to call them the very hungry band and Alusha and Gene and some of the other people in my group, we all, um, we all just kept, you know, singing songs together and recorded a, an album together in
0: nice. 2010. Yeah. Nice. Okay, cool. So lots of different iterations, lots of different kinds of things. Uh, Brady's been on the show before. He's outstanding. He's a, he's a righteous talent in, in his own right too. So that's cool that you guys have been able to partner up. Uh, and now, Frank, what's uh, where are you coming from in terms of the kids and music scene?
2: Well, you know, I was in uh, I, I went to college uh, for a little bit. And um, Andrew, who I'd actually met um, in uh, high school, uh, we were we were kind of friends, you know, and and I'd called him after about a first year of high school and I said to him, uh, I mean, first year of college. And I said, you know, it's great that we're both going to school for music. And he's at Berkeley. It's like, but, you know, right now we could we could kind of make a living in music because, you know, my dad had been doing kids music and I was like, this is a viable career path for us. Like, you know, so I was like, why don't we make some kids music? And so we, we toyed around with the idea and we had, a, we wrote a couple demos uh, in 2006 and I was in a rock band at the time. And so I was going to make that rock record, but my dad was driving us to the studio. And so Andrew and my dad both like teamed up on me and they kind of forced me <laughs> to record the demo <laughs> of roly poly guacamole and i was like well, look this is my project it's my funding i'm working to make my record and they're like yeah but my dad said something like well if you make this then you'll be able to make any record you want and i was like okay okay fine after a little bit of uh you know puffing and puffing, i agreed and then you know 10 well now it's however many years later now it's 12 but it's been it's been my full-time job now for over a decade doing kids music and uh Andrew and I are finally now actually working on a, on our adult music. but It took us, you know, we, we've now put out six Rolly Poly guacamole albums. And luckily, you know, it's really strange. I Actually, I moved to uh, my street that I moved to in Brooklyn. Uh, Susie Sheldon is my we're on the same block. So Susie, who's in my dad's band imagination workshop, is my neighbor there. And then more recently, I bought a house in the woods and uh dan myers who's in brady's band from good homes he owned the house so i bought (laughs) you know brady's best friend's house and i live next to susie so it feels like the universe really like was like you're dude you're doing kids music this is this is your obvious path so yeah uh, i've been really lucky to have uh the community of park slope behind me for the better part of the
0: yeah, there, there's quite a few, quite a few like minded people in the uh, in the Brooklyn area who are doing this kind of thing. Um, so <laughs> that's it's very cool. And it is a small world, right? Once you once you sort of get into it. And I'm sure you've seen that and felt that. And it's a very supportive world, too. Um, you get the support from your dad who's like, you know, go do this. And and that's yeah. a cool thing. And Lou, you should you should be uh, you should be commended for this because you're not trying to force your kid into like. You know dentist school <laughs> i don't even know if I, <laughs> I don't think i said that right but you know what i mean right like, yeah yeah, um, yeah i know it, exactly it, what it's uh it's like follow your follow your path like i see something in you because i have experienced something and done something and i think that you my son have the same gift and that's uh it's unique you know it's really unique um so let's let's yeah, turn, oh, go ahead I, yeah i was
1: gonna say you know uh in the car i remember andrew his partner You know, he kept saying, yeah, we should try it, Frank. We should do it. And what I didn't know was when they got together and wrote some songs, you know, I was thinking it's really a tough thing to write kids songs. And I don't know how good it's going to get, you know, that that they can put together a good kid song. But they they came up with a bunch of great songs. And I I was really excited for him. And I wanted to use one on my, you know, on my album. Say, I think I think I want to use one of your songs on my album. And He's like, no. (laughs) <laughs> so I'm like, no I, I just want to use one song uh, No, dad So it was kind of funny But it was it was nice to see that he, he was able to, to do it I was really surprised how, how, how well they worked together
0: It seems like it was a while Kind of in the works And you, you all talked around it a little bit
1: Yeah, I mean I, I heard Frank telling me Just get a couple songs Give me a couple songs that you want to put on the album And I'll come up with some songs And it's going to be very easy and we'll just go to the studio. So he set everything up. He was the driving force behind, you know, me getting on board with finding some songs that I haven't used. And um, and I'm glad that he did because now that I've been performing with him in a few spots, I realize it's a lot different than I've done, you know, with my group or with anybody else. But it's also... It's interesting to see how it starts to work when we get together and and put these songs out there they ha- they have a different kind of appeal in life and I, I kind of enjoy it myself now yeah. watching it you know so it, it's a, it's a big it's a big uh, thing in my life that I didn't realize he he gave me this uh, chance to do some totally different That's you know something cool. that I haven't
0: been able to so. very cool yeah. so um so when I play with my dad, right, my dad plays yeah. guitar. I play guitar. We really only have a one song repertoire, which is like the weight <laughs> of the band. Um, and then, that's a good—that's yeah, a good one song. But um, yeah. so, what's it like? You know, in terms, were these songs fully? I guess what I'm asking is, were these songs fully formed, or are these songs that have sort of been in the family for a few years that you've been able to workshop, and then you get into the studio and it naturally comes out
2: yeah yeah uh it really i mean it was kind of like a mix uh really because there's like um well there's she's a dog which we started writing you know when i was two i i kind (laughs) of wrote the hook to that one so that one definitely was like that was really the most in the family song um and actually when we play live we do a lot more of like you know when i first started i only had the first guacamole cd so Uh, I was actually, I borrowed a lot of his songs uh, for the first couple of years when I was like, you know, before I had my own show on lockdown. So we do like some songs that we both do in our live show. But as far as the album goes, uh, really, it's just like, she's a dog. And uh, other than that, it was like, you write some, I write some. I guess that's not true. There's also um, the Tennis Racket song. Right. uh, Was one of my dad's first songs that I think, was it the first song you wrote or? Well, it was one of his early songs. After high
1: school, I, I went to Folk City in the village, and I came up with this song called My First Guitar it Was a Tennis Racket.
2: Uh-huh.
1: And, I, and it worked out really well with the other musicians in the audience. I, and, I, and I happened to be in the studio recording with Dean and Frank, and his son had just walked into the house with his new guitar. So I, it kind of brought back the memory. Oh, yeah, first guitar, you know. Yeah.
2: Was, well, I mean, I was also, I think I was pushing for it, too, just because, like, as a kid, I really liked that song. Sure. And I, 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 for a while, actually, like, both of my parents are musicians. So I had had this idea cause I, I put out a lot of different records and I had had this idea that I wanted to like put out my dad and mom's stuff from the eighties, like on a, you know, just whatever, on just on Spotify or something one day. But then as we were making this album, I was like, Oh, well I don't have to do that cause we could just redo it and, and do a new version. So, you know, I kind of was pushing him to do it. And he's like, I don't know. It's not really a kid's song, but, uh, and even when we first recorded it it was okay but actually it's one of one of my favorite songs on the record the way like where where it came from and like where we got it to with Dean and uh it just it sounds really good but so yeah those are kind of the more you know songs that have been with us for a long time uh as far as like sun is a star like father like son and trucks and dinosaurs I, I wrote those all within the last year or two and originally i wrote uh, sun is a star for guacamole and and uh it kind of got re- kicked out of the guacamole. Like uh, Andrew was not feeling that one so much. I'm like, okay, you know, what, maybe I'll do my own project of some kind. So that's kind of when I went to my dad and I was like, look, I have these songs. I could go make a solo record, but I think maybe we should use them for a record with us. And you know, Andrew and I are still writing the next guacamole record, so we can use these separate. So, uh, and then also he had uh, like my dad, which he wrote kind of about my father. his dad. Uh-huh. And, you know, in and, and,
1: and a, a, a night that I take, took my second son out for a walk in the snow, and I thought, you know, <clears throat> it's, it's not really a, something I want to – I don't know if I want to put it on any album. It's kind of a sweet thing. And and so it seemed to fit. And I had a couple other songs once again that, like, a uh, song called There's Just a Little Bit of Time that I thought, yeah, it's a nice song, but where, where do I put this? And so F- Frankie really gave me the feeling like this is – you know, well, the place they, to...
2: they made sense because like, you know, we're kind of I was like, Dad, we don't need to target, you know, like our target market for our, our other kids music is a slightly younger age. But this album is, I think, a slightly more universal record. Like you can like it really, uh, you know, for the most part at any age, aside right. from like Rain, Rain Go Away, that most of the songs are pretty universal. And, uh, right. and so, yeah, so I thought like, yeah, a little bit of time he had recorded some of it with Brady before and it wasn't finished. So we were, it was actually, we originally tried to re-record it and didn't come out that good. So then we took the original recording he did with Brady and me and Dean kind of sweetened it. And I think he re sang that one. Yeah. But but so, yeah. So those, you know, those songs were, uh, more of his songs were more pre-existing, and then more of the songs I made, I I had been messing with either my schools or on my own the last couple of years. And then, so we, we each had five, uh, five, six songs. We made six songs, each that were our own i think and then you know i had wanted to do deo because i'd been doing that a lot i'm like oh everyone loves deo so we did that early on um and then it was getting towards the end of the record and that's when i wrote like father like son and then it was still felt like something was missing and so i'd been playing handle with care a lot on my own and i'm like dad you know parents love these this song yeah and he's like, I don't know.
1: It's not well, really for kids. It wasn't really that hard to sell because for some reason, I my turntable, I got, got you know, got it working and I found some albums in the basement. I've been listening to the Traveling Wilburys probably like three or four months before he even brought it up. And I was thinking, it's funny that I've been listening to it over and over. So I I couldn't, in a way, I couldn't wait to sing it on the, on yeah. the CD. It was a nice fit.
2: And then... And then, yeah, we were lucky enough to get, you know, Brady to loan us his voice on another track. And then harmonica he played. Yeah, that that one just, that one came out. That's my, that's my favorite, favorite song. Not that we wrote, but like that one just, you know, my my wife is, she's funny. She's like, yeah, the other songs are okay, but that one's great. I really (laughs) like that one. Uh, Uh,
0: I mean, that's such a, I I listened to Handle with Care, you know, my dad, it's, a lot of father son stuff happening here, right? Like on my end and on your end. And you know, we used to listen to that record all the time and handle handle with care was, you know, awesome. I skewed toward Tom Petty. He skewed towards Bob Dylan, but yet like, They each have their own part and and make it come together. And I think that that line, you know, everybody has somebody to lean on is particularly important in the uh, father-son relationship. We don't need to go into it. I don't want anyone to start Mm -hmm. crying, including myself. Mm -hmm. So um, but I do think that there's there's a lot of there's a lot of depth to choosing that song. And um, and I thank you for doing it because it sounds great. So, um, yeah. but the one that we haven't talked about, which is the one that, um, you know, sort of that, that like caught me by surprise in a great way was I got a beard. So, <laughs> <laughs> so as a beard haver, like I, I like lock into these things, you know, and I know Frank, I think you are, you are a beardsman as well. So, um, what's the, what's the scoop behind I got a beard?
2: You know, I don't know how I came up with that. It's kind of a silly, it, I, it, a lot of, uh, the songs that I wrote on this record, like, are just things that I would because I you know I work in preschools I go and I play like an hour in each school like in a bunch of, like a ton of different schools all week long so you try different things you know you throw things at the wall and you see what the kids like and and yeah so that was just one I was like you know you don't always have to write a kid's song that's so you know I kind of wrote it to be like a little bit rocking and, and yeah. just uh gritty it's kind of gritty for it's, kids music I mean yeah. it's kind of, so is the Shake your shaker song on this but both of those songs are that same vibe and i was originally when i was thinking of making this record i was like maybe the cover could be like a, a zigzag like 90s line down the one side and his side could be like muted tones and like uh <laughs> like uh, sepia and my side could be like fluorescent neon 90s and like so my songs could be really like totally crazy and his songs are more folky and it would be a nice contrast and i don't think it turned out quite that contrasty but you know there's definitely a bit of the you could tell who wrote which songs to some extent, and so yeah. For I got beard, you know, and then after I came up with like the idea of like writing a beard song, I was like, well, how can I make it, you know, bring the kids back into it? So that's when I added the whole parts so like you know I'm like, oh yeah, if we can we can go through all the parts of the body, but then it goes back to the part that none of these kids have a beard yet, you know, which which, uh, <laughs> right. which uh, you know they seem to really enjoy. So and and just really took it to the next level with like the synthesizers and stuff. Oh yeah.
0: Next next level, next level chord progressions, next level guitar playing. It's great. Um, I really like that. So, so this record came out, we're talking on June 10th. Uh, it came out June 8th and you guys just had a show. I don't know. Maybe let's see, we've been going for about 19 minutes. You just finished a show like maybe 25 minutes ago. Was that like a, a record release thing or is this just, uh,
2: yeah, we did a dual. We did a dual release. We did one release in Manhattan because my dad works primarily in Manhattan, and then we, this is the one we did in Brooklyn because that's kind of my. We each kind that's of have your, our own base, right? Uh, so sure. we did one for his base and one for my base. Great. Uh, and it was actually it was raining here, uh, but we. Uh, We put up, we put up, we we could have had it inside the old stone house, but we decided to just have it outside in the rain. Well, I I decided. Yeah, I was
1: thinking about (laughs) having it inside. He's he's like, should we do it inside that? I go, no, put up some more tents. You know, so much more fun being outside. And then when I was ready to start in the ranks coming down, I started making some references to Woodstock. But the people (laughs) in front didn't quite didn't quite get good it. Didn't so, get it, huh? Oh man! But the people that were behind me, I didn't realize came over afterwards. Uh, the, these guys that were cooking and uh, by the grill, they walked over. They said, "We just had to tell you, we we love the reference to Woodstock. We was hoping that you were gonna play some from songs, you know, from that from the album." I was like, yeah. "Yeah, well,
0: that's a good idea. Maybe we can do that.
1: Awesome, you know, for the future." But
0: so I, I have a. Um... I, 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 my children are yelling, so I'm gonna give. Okay, you a okay to, I'm gonna okay. give you a chance to think about this, and I'm gonna come okay. back in a second. But like, okay. what have you learned from working closely with your dad or with your son?
2: Well, um, it was. Uh, we we have very different styles of working, so. Uh,
1: I have to tell you, we just saw a video that they took of us at the at the at the YMCA uh, our last show, and during the during this show, uh, the video it's. It's uh Frankie playing this song like he normally does pretty fast. And that's the thing I learned about right away. I'm like, I need to play things a little slower, you know. <laughs> so so I'm trying during this during the beginning, I'm like, you're playing it too fast. And he says, No, I'm playing it just fine. And he and he goes and he keeps going. And it was just <laughs> a funny thing. It's not he didn't say, he didn't say he didn't say I'm gonna keep going. He said I said, You're playing it too fast. He goes, no, I'm not. He <laughs> just starts to play, and, and but it, uh, or or no, it's fine. But anyway, it was just kind of cute that he kept doing it, and and uh, and I went right on along with it. With sharks, it's cool. It's sharks and dinosaurs, another right. one of those songs. Right. But uh, he has everything. It's this very quick thing he does, and I have to say, it's 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 a little hard for me to catch up. But I'm when I'm when I'm on board with it, it's it's fun. But I have to learn that that's uh, that's part of who he is. I so. mean, it's
2: also yeah, it's the same. It was the same with the recording too. Like you know, Dean and I work pretty quick. Uh, we've done several projects now. He, we did chips and salsa uh, together, and then we've made a couple of adult records together. So uh, we're used to working really quick. Plus, we both have, uh, we just churn out records. Like right. you know, I've I've made like almost 30 albums uh, since I was like 15. Oh my so gosh. you know uh, <laughs> I just every year I'm putting out at least a couple usually. So uh, I lose my dad's. Uh, method is slower. He puts, you know, like, he puts like five years into a record or something. And I just, right. you know, so for
0: him, there's a little bit of like,
2: it's okay dad. next thing. He's like, no, but like, what if we go back and add kids? I'm like, no, it's good next.
0: You know, so. <laughs> and, so you, and, and there's I'm, no one. And you can, in, yeah. And I, I think it's just, sorry to, sorry to cut you off a little bit. I just think yeah. it's so fascinating, right? Like you're in a band, you know, with, with a friend, right. That you've grown up with, and you can be pretty honest and pretty direct at as, as when yeah. you get to a certain point, but there is no one you can be more honest or more direct with than your dad. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. It's, it's funny. It's funny. Cause I realize a lot of times he's right
1: and I'm going, I know he's right, but I've been doing it this other way. So I'm kind of stuck in this <laughs> other mode, you know? And I realized though, when I start to, um, like even during the recording with Dean, I remember, certain songs like that tennis racket song really took a better shape when dean and frankie added some different lyrics you know that i hadn't had and i thought yeah it's much it's, it's much more positive it's much more sweet so okay i'll I'll switch the lyrics around and um, <laughs> you know so he, you know a lot of times i feel like i've got the luxury of uh him putting me on, you know, on this album and being part of it that I, I normally I don't think it would ever happen. You know, I just would keep doing my thing and he'd be doing his. But, you know, at 32, he's, he invited me and I feel like, wow. And, and uh,
2: Well, I think I was 30 when we started it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. right. Uh, uh, yeah. When we came up with the idea. But yeah, actually, it's funny. We're exactly exactly half each other's ages this year when it came out because he's 64 and I'm 32. So it's, uh, yeah. it's kind of a really fun you know, yeah,
0: it's funny an, yeah it's an yeah. amazing it's an amazing thing and and lou i think i think you'll agree with this um there's nothing quite like watching your kid do their thing or succeed you know and i'm putting that in terms of like how i am so nervous and so proud when i watch my son play baseball for example and right but nothing and i have never been prouder than when he like you know, dove, fielded a grounder and threw the runner out at first. And I'm sure that you, you know, you feel the same way when you're on stage with your son.
1: It's true. It's true. And, and more that I have time to soak it in, like even the first whole day at the studio with Dean, I was just like, I don't know. I was taking it all in trying to say, is this going to work? Is this going to, you know, am I, am I doing something that's going to help this project? And then on the drive home, I remember thinking, that was really fun, and I remember thinking that, like you said, that I felt like you know Frankie's really amazing. You know, he's really done. He's able to do things very quickly with his vocals or his guitar. And I remember thinking, like you said, you know, it's a very satisfying feeling to know that he's okay. You yeah. Know? And, and that, as a parent, of course, that's your your dream: is that your kid's going to grow up, he's going to be okay.
0: All right. So and, uh, Frank, and, you're yeah. all right.
2: You did it. Yeah, yeah. you you did it yeah mission accomplished <laughs> um, now and and this is you know this is a crazy week for us because like we we've done one show once before like a year ago when we first started this thing but this you know it was a little nerve-wracking because we we have no experience and so we're learning yeah. still how to work and we don't have a whole lot of time to rehearse with each other because it's kind of like the cats in the cradle type thing you know <laughs> oh. we're working all the time yeah yeah but uh but, you know, now I have, uh, now I have 70 roly poly shows this summer. So, uh, oh my gosh. Wow.
0: <laughs> so
3: this, the,
2: the stress was over from this and now I can like, look at the daunting, uh, summer schedule, 70 shows happened. in a
0: summer. It's, that's a lot. That's a lot. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so the record's beautiful and really fun and it's so cool to hear you guys talk about it. Um, and, and what, what you learned from it, what you took from it, how, what it was like working with your dad or it was like working with your son. So, um, You know this album is out now and we should say that father's day is a week from today when we're talking and this is all good things for families to be thinking about and talking about how parents relate you know let's let's expand it beyond fathers and sons but how parents can relate and work together and appreciate each other and i think that you all really exemplify that in the course of making this record and now that it's out playing the shows and i hear it when i talk to you about it so um, oh,
3: thanks.
0: so, so you mentioned 70 roly poly guacamole shows. And by the way, Frank, we're going to have to talk about that separately for another episode of the podcast at some point. Cause I want to hear about all of that stuff. And Lou, I want to talk to you about all the work that you've done. So like, this is going to be a three parter when all said and done, but we'll schedule that offline. Wonderful. <laughs> um, great. Yeah. And, uh, so, so for this project, how can we follow you and keep up with what you're doing? Or if there's going to be other shows or things like that, or if you have your own, accounts that you want people to know about and follow etc
2: yeah well you know you can find our uh, our, our other websites are com and lugallo.com and then um as far as like father like son we don't have our own com, but it, you can hear our kind of our main website is the Bandcamp, so it's lfls.bandcamp.com uh and then probably the best way to find out about shows and that stuff is if you uh follow our facebook page you can
0: you can hit the like button and then follow us on there excellent okay awesome. cool um, well guys I, I can't thank you enough for taking the time it was a, it was an, a new one for me I've never talked to a father or son but you guys made it easy and I enjoyed this quite a bit and uh, Lou happy Father's Day Frank I don't know if you have yeah, kids but too. what's that too. I just going to happy Father's Day to you too oh, man, and yeah you. I do I, nice.
1: I
2: have a pit bull, so he's kind of
0: like a kid alright nice well happy Father's <laughs> Day then alright guys thank you so much it was great talking to you thanks so much same here Thanks, huge thanks to Lou and to Frank for talking with me. What I edited out and what you probably did not hear was my daughters causing a massive ruckus and needing a lot of attention during that interview. So Lou and Frank, thank you for your patience. It's legit around here. It is legit. We're looking for good stuff for kids and families, and I am one of those families. Legit and Like father, like son, Lou and Frank, legitimately certified and bona fide. Good stuff for kids and families. Happy Father's Day to all the good stuff dads. Thanks for listening. If you would be so inclined to review and rate and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, I will high-five you when I see you. And now, here is Son is a Star by like father, like son, Lou and Frank Gallo. Thanks for listening. Talk to you soon.